0: So why, in spite of our love for Jesus Christ, Yeshua the Messiah and our faith that we've placed in Him, why, despite us having this great gift of salvation, this gift of eternal life and, and we, us demonstrating this belief that we believe that He has saved us from eternal death, why still do we get sick? Why is it still? That we, are in, we find ourselves in this endless cycle of being sick every second week. And we never seem to get free. And when we go to the doctors, they give us medication. And, and we go there and we go there and we're looking for a solution. But I want to submit to you that the cure that we have been looking for. To be free from disease and sickness is in His Word. In the scriptures. And so in the Why We Get Sick series, I'm going to take you through a few things, quite a, a number of things that causes disease and sickness in our life. And you'd be surprised to know that it isn't simply down to a genetic thing or, or, or oh, it's just how it is. Oh, you just got it. It's just in the air. Oh, it's, that's what we tend to say. But what if everything is spiritual? What if everything that happens in the physical realm is simply a manifestation of what is happening in the spiritual realm? What if the root issue is not solved by taking a few meds? But what if the root issue is spiritual? What if the root issue can be dealt with when we look at ourselves in a lot of scripture and then... See, the physical only follow what we have accomplished in our spiritual walk with Messiah. So in the first video of this series, I want to look at perhaps the most obvious, yes, most misunderstood reason for why we get sick, and that is sin. But brother and sister, I want to submit to you that sin is not what you think. And a lot of times when we say, oh, just stop sinning, we have a very warped perception of what sin is. And we, we, we go on the rooftops and we proclaim, repent, turn from your sin. Which is all good and well, but we rarely proclaim what to repent from. And we a lot of times if we go up to the average Christian and we ask them, so tell me, what is sin? We all know this thing's sin. It's this so heavy thing. It's this thing that, oh, we, you know, it's what are we going to do? It's separating us from God It's doing all these things. But what is it? What is it? Well, what is sin? And we don't even know a lot of times what the Bible defines as sin. And so, first, and I want you to open in Deuteronomy 7:11. We read, "Thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command you this day to do them. Wherefore it shall come to pass, if you hearken these judgments and keep and do them, that the Lord your God shall keep unto you the covenant and the mercy which He swore to your fathers." Thou shalt be blessed above all people and there shall not be a male or female barren among you or among your cattle. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness and put none of the diseases of Egypt, the evil diseases of Egypt, which you know upon you, but will lay them upon all them that hate you. It's interesting. So we see that God is saying, oh, you know, he's not saying, oh, you know, you get sick because there's just there's a flu in the air. And, you know, you just pick it up and there. Oh, it's a it's a random occurrence. It just happens now. And then no, 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 no. He is saying, brothers and sisters, look, he's saying there is a if that he says. And he says, if you listen to what I command you today. Keep them and do these judgments, these instructions. Then, only then, this is the promise. Then you will not have the evil diseases of Egypt placed upon you. And he goes as far as to say not even your cattle will have disease. So brothers and sisters, if uh, what we do, what instructions we follow, our actions not only affect what diseases we get, but even the diseases of our cattle, we need to put our foot down and be like, Dude, this is spiritual. Man, this is, this is not like something else. This is a spiritual thing where in the spirit, something happens when we keep his commandments. And so what commandments is the father talking about here? In the context of him giving these instructions, we need to understand that he is talking about the Torah and the prophets. The front of your book, the one that your pastor may have even told you is abolished. You see, Yeshua said in Matthew five seventeen. I have not come to abolish the Torah or the prophets. I have come to fill it up, to give it meaning, fullness of meaning. Fulfill, pleru in the Greek, it means to fill to individual capacity. And so Yeshua said, I did not come to throw it away at all. I didn't come to throw my father's word away. I came to fill it to its individual capacity. I came to fill it up, give it full meaning. You see, it doesn't mean I came to do it so that you don't have to. It means I came to do it and fill and build on it. Fill it up. You see, and now suddenly the Father, this this promise of God becomes all the more clear because now we see that God says, if you do what I said in the beginning, my instructions, my Torah, my prophets, if you listen and you keep and do them, then I will not put the disease of Egypt on you. And then we see Yeshua come and build upon that, upon His Father's word. And I want to submit to you the same applies if we keep Yeshua's word then. That has been built on the Father's word. And we keep the Father's word. All of it. Not picking and choosing. All of it. With the keeping the Torah prophets with the revelation of Yeshua's and His, his teaching, Jesus' teaching. Then none of the disease of Egypt will befall us. It will not come upon us. Brother sister, we need to ask the question today, are we going to take the word of God seriously or not? Because this is a promise in Deuteronomy 7. It is a promise that if you keep these things, you will not have the diseases of Egypt. Now, I want to ask you the question, brother and sister, why are, are, are our churches so sick? You see, we want to go out and heal the sick, which I love and I talk about all day long. And I teach others how to go and do this. But the question that we need to ask before we go there is why are we sick in the first place? You see, brother and sister, the reason is because we have departed from His commandments and His instructions, His Torah, His prophets. We've thrown it away and said we don't need to do that because Jesus did it for us. And what we are doing is we're nullifying the words of God. We're nullifying this promise. And see, we break, we don't keep our end of this promise of doing and keeping his instructions. And then the curse of that, the consequence of that is inheriting the diseases of Egypt. You see, Baron Sister, just like committing adultery will have a curse upon your marriage one day, doing any other, breaking any other instructions of the Father will have a curse. And the ultimate curse, one of the ultimate curses of it, is disease and sickness of the world. And so I want to drive this further by illustrating it to you that our New Testament. The words of John. And they he goes and he tells us the definition of sin. Like I mentioned we say repent. But what do we repent from? And so John says the following. 1 John 3 verse 4. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Why? Because sin is lawlessness. So if you we can't go and define what sin is on our own. We need to go with the scripture saying the scripture is very, very clear. Whoever makes a practice of sinning practices lawlessness. Why? Because it's the same thing. Sin is lawlessness. So whenever we say sin. What we're actually saying is lawlessness. That's why Yeshua said, Jesus said, one day He's going to tell many people, "You did, you caused our demons. You did all these things. Oh, well done, brother. Clearly depart from me, you worker of lawlessness. You who sin, even though you do my work, my spiritual matter works, even though you walked in my spirit, you had sin on you. You did not walk in freedom from sin, but you were make you were in habitual sin continuously. And so, because of that, because of your lawlessness. You who are without law, you who say the law is abolished, you depart from me, is what he said. Furthermore, one John two verse three we say read, and hereby we do know that we hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that says I know him but keeps not his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But those who keeps his word, in verily is in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know that we are in him, in him. He that says he abides in him ought to walk in his, as he walked. So first he says that he, anyone who says, Oh, I know Jesus. I know who he is. I've got faith in him. I'm saved by him. But does not keep the commandments. Is a liar and the truth is not in him. In other words, everything that he just professed. in that he knows God. He knows Jesus. But if his works does not demonstrate that he knows it. If he does not have the evidence of that works... He's a liar. In other words, God is saying, you say you know me, but you don't do what I do. You're lying. Right? And so then further we see that whoever keeps his word, the love of God has been perfected. Now, what word is he talking about? You see, many people will say that the commandments and the word that Jesus is speaking about here is not God's commandments, giving the Torah and the prophets through Moses, but rather it's Jesus' commandments, new things that Jesus came and made up. When he came. But then in the next verse, Jesus actually does define what word and instructions and commandments he's talking about. He says the following. He that says he abides in him ought to walk also as he walked. So, Jesus is saying, You need to follow my word. You need to follow my instructions. And if you abide in me... You need, And if you're perfected in love, you need to walk as I walk. Now, brother and sister, now what we need to do is to understand what instructions and which word Jesus is talking about. We need to ask after which instructions he walked. Because Jesus said, I want you to walk as I walk. You see, brother and sister, the instructions that Jesus followed, had to follow perfectly, so that he can be a perfect, suitable sacrifice for us, was the instructions of his Father the law, the Torah and the prophets that's written in our, on our heart and the new test and the new covenant according to Jeremiah 31 verse 31. And so we see that Jesus says you need to keep my instructions, my word if you say you know me and walk as I walk. So the word that he followed was instructed of his father because he if he was not perfectly obedient to the Sabbath, to the food laws, to, to the festivals of God, keeping that, keeping everything else, the Ten Commandments, etc., if he was not perfectly obedient to every single one to the dot, he would have sin on him and not be able to die for you or me. Because we just read that sin, the definition of sin, is that it is the transgression of the law. So then we also read in Proverbs 28, verse 9, that if one turns away his ear from hearing the Torah, even his prayer is an abomination. So you see, brother and sister, you can pray as much as you want. You can pray God to heal you as much as you want. You can cry out. You can fast as much as you want. But if you turn your ear from hearing the Torah of our Father, His instructions, Torah just means teaching, instructions. If you turn your ear from hearing that, Proverbs says that your prayers will be an abomination to Him. Listen to that. It is it is a crazy thing that we think, oh, just because we've got faith, now suddenly, you know, God is going to just give us all we want. No, He says faith is what saves us. Yes, we're saved by faith through grace and Faith in Messiah, we we know that. But the fact of the matter is that if that faith is not demonstrated, and if there's not evidence of that faith in keeping His instructions, walking as Yeshua walked perfectly in obedience to what His Father walked, our prayer is an abomination. And so brothers and sisters, I want to submit to you that if you're sick, if you're, if you, or if you get sick over and over again. I'm submitting you that this is the Father's Shofar crying to you. Where he's, he's warning you. He's saying, listen, you're, you're getting a little sick right now. And I don't want you to get sick. I don't want you to have the disease of Egypt. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be blessed is what he said. But you cannot be blessed. I cannot bless you if you do not keep my instructions. If you don't walk as my son walks. You see, he said in his instructions, I'll bring before you today blessing and curse, life and death. And he says, Choose life. Choose life and be free. You see, brothers and sisters, but as long as we keep our hearts hard, And say, I don't want to be obedient to his instructions anymore. I don't need to be. I don't need to walk exactly as Yeshua. I don't need to because he did it for me. As long as we're in that twisted lie mindset. We will continuously get sick. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you that since I've been following the instructions, I was always a Christian, but since I started following the instructions of my father, keeping his Sabbath, keeping his feast days, abstaining from unclean foods, as my Messiah, as Peter and everyone else did, as Paul did, as every single disciple did, ever since I did that, I've never really been sick again. I've never, I used to get the flu every single year. Now I never get it. Explain that to me. Explain the fruit of that. It is not a coincidence, brother and sister. I'm proclaiming to you that God has a promise in his word. He says, I won't give you the diseases of Egypt if you walk as my son walked, if you heed my judgments, if you hear me. So this message has been pricking your heart. If this has been something that you're like, "Whoa, well, Peter, you know, I don't know if I've been obedient to the false structure. I did not even know I have to be. Maybe, you know, you've never heard this before. Maybe you're like, I miss I've been missing this and, and you want to repent. I'm gonna, I want to pray right now for you. And I want you to, to come and pray with me and, 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 and lift up yourself to the father in repentance because see brothers sisters this is true repentance repentance is understanding what to turn from understanding what sin is it's not just saying i want to repent it's knowing what to repent from and this is what we repent from lawlessness And so, Father, Lord, right now, Lord, we come before you, Yeshua, and I lift up these people to you right now. I lift up this person, and I pray, Lord, Lord, you love them, Father. You don't want them to be sick, God. And right now, Father, I just thank you, God, for freedom right now, Lord. We declare repentance. We declare forgiveness, Lord, right now over them in the name of Yeshua, Father. I thank you, Father. We speak to every disease and sickness, every cancer, Father, every every heart disease right now, every liver, every... muscle, ligament, tendon, in my head, migraine, headaches, everything that's come because of sin. Father, we speak to our name Yeshua right now, and we command it to leave them right now. Father, I just thank you, God, for freedom, Lord. In the name of Yeshua, amen. And I implore you today to go and sin no more. I ask you today to go and turn from your sin. Do not return to it. And if you don't know what to turn from, get in the Torah and the prophets, understand what sin is, and start that sanctification process. And He is the healer and deliverer. May God bless you and keep you, shine His face upon you, lift up His coats upon you, and give you shalom. And I'll see you guys in the next video. Just as a side note, this is only one of the reasons why we get sick. I I encourage you to subscribe to this YouTube channel as I'm going to be continuing this series of a few more videos on reasons that I've discovered in my walk and ministering healing to people on why we get sick.